Hello and welcome to the Watertight Marketing Pod Blog with me, Bryony Thomas. Really simple concept. I've pulled out my most popular blog posts that are still relevant, useful and entertaining. And I'm reading them out here for those people who like to consume their content in audio rather than written style. So I shall simply read out my blog posts and you can listen to them here. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to watertightmarketing.com forward slash Bryony, which is spelled B-R-Y-O-N-Y. Right, let's get going with today's podlog. How do you find clients or customers that sustain you both energetically and financially? For many of our clients, it's not necessarily that they need more clients, it's that they need more of the right clients. And in many more cases, once it has been clearly defined and a strategy put in place to reflect this, they end up getting more anyway. In this piece, I'm going to show you how to use the purpose profit matrix from the second edition of Watertight Marketing to be more selective about the clients or customers that you work with. Like many marketers, we will start a client engagement by asking organizations to walk us through their client mix. Slightly unusually, we segment these not only by things like vertical markets or demographics, but by whether or not the company really wants to be working with them. Truly sustainable growth is only possible when you can sustain the organization both financially and energetically. If you're serving customers that really get you down or get your team down, the only turnover that's likely to increase is the number of employees walking out of the door. In an owner-managed business, this is even more obvious. And you can tangibly see how having too many of the wrong kind of clients is putting a serious strain on your personal health and well-being. To determine what's right for your organisation in the long term, we use the PP matrix, which you can find in Chapter 11 of the second edition of Watertight Marketing. We map your products, services and characteristics on, of your potential clients onto a grid. I'm now going to describe the grid for you. If you are driving, this is going to occupy your visual cortex. So you might want to pause and do it when you're doing something less dangerous. So you're drawing a four box matrix and on the left hand axis, you're putting the word purpose, low at the bottom, high at the top. On the bottom axis, you're putting profit, low on the left, high on the right, which then gives you, uh, and then you do a crosshatch, so you have four boxes. You have a box at the top left that is high on purpose, low on profit. You have a box on the top right, which is high on purpose and high on profit. And then at the bottom, you have the left lowest quadrant as low on profit, low on purpose, and on the right low right hand side bottom half of the matrix you have something that is low on purpose but high on profit so draw that box in your mind or have a look at the image on the show notes the question to ask yourself is does your heart sing or sink by characterizing the purpose axis for your organization I ask you, first of all, to go and have grab a copy of Start With Why by Simon Sinek. It is very helpful. 
The shorthand that we use is to ask people to characterize the work they do that makes their heart sing or sink. When a client name flashes across your phone screen or goes into your inbox, are you excited to take the call or do you start to feel anxious? Do you feel yay or nay? Clearly, you want more of the ones that light you up. With more of these in your business, you and your team will be happier and do your best work. So have a think about what criteria makes your heart sing or sink. That's the purpose axis of the PP matrix. Then you ask yourself, is this commercially viable? The next thing to define is what comes together to make the work financially sustainable by understanding what drives your profit. Of course, one of the factors in this is how much people are willing to pay, but you also need to look at things like cost to serve. For example, if you wanted to get the most from our Journey Brain program, it's going to mean logging in, watching videos and chatting in online forums. If you're not a tech savvy person, it's going to become harder for us to provide you value and service without increasing our costs. Have a think what comes together for you to make a client financially sustainable and indeed profitable. What you then have is four strategies to maximize your business health and wealth. When you've defined these things, you get to four business strategies to put in place to sustain long-term, profitable and energizing growth for your business. The first are your focus clients, and those are the, the ones that sit in the top right in your yes, yes box. This is where you want to be spending a good 80% of your time. Your second strategy is a showcase strategy. This is on the top left-hand side. It's your yes to, profit, to purpose, but no to profit. We call these your yes maybes. This is work that you would take on, perhaps in agreement for some other commensurate value like publicity. An example might be a charity project that you can case study. We would recommend proactively spending about 10% of your time here to energize and push your business forward in ways that re remind you why you do it. Your third strategy is a systemized strategy. This is in the bottom right-hand quadrant. It's a yes on profit, but a no on purpose. We call these your maybe no's. This is work that you take on only if you don't have to spend your emotional energy to deliver it. You systemize it so that you can gain the financial benefit without de-energizing you or your team. This can often be achieved by creating a self-serve or online version of what you offer. And again, we would recommend spending about 10% of your time here. Then you have a referral strategy. These are those people that fall in the bottom left-hand side. This is your no, no box and it's work that you need to learn to elegantly decline. Ideally, you can continue to generate an income from this by referring it on to others that perhaps pay you an affiliate fee, where the, where the fit is much better for that person and you are not de-energized or financially um, damaged by doing the work. There's another point to add here, and that is staying above the line of visibility. 
On this grid in your mind or on the show notes, I want you to draw a dotted line on the horizontal axis between the lower half of the grid and the higher half of the grid. Once you've mapped out all of your criteria and you understand your four quadrants, one of the most powerful things to do is to commit to only ever talking about work that's above the line of visibility. That is, you only talk loudly about work that makes your heart sing so that you attract more of it. This can sometimes mean that you create a different brand for the systemized offerings so that it doesn't detract from the work that you really want. In most cases, this might mean taking a few case studies off your website. It really is important that you don't talk too much about work that you don't actually want. There are really powerful ways to use the PP matrix. It's a deceptive little tool. We use this with clients in so many ways, and it is at least a full day's workshop for most of our clients. Think about setting out the four strategic models above and the business models you will need to support them. That's focus, showcase, systemize, and refer. Then look at building out qualification criteria for inbound inquiries that filter people into the boxes with a strategy for each. As a strategic customer management tool, you can use this to continually review and consider your ongoing relationships with clients because people will move what box they sit in. They change and you change. Use it as a content planning tool, making sure that all of your public facing materials are above the line of visibility. They only talk about work that makes your heart sing. You can also use it for role design in making sure that your employees are getting a good mix of work that really energizes them. You can also use it as a recruitment tool to make sure that potential recruits are aligned with you about the sort of work they want to spend their time doing. Taking time to understand the profit purpose matrix or the PP matrix from chapter 11 in watertight marketing will quickly get you to see where your business might be sapping your energy and how to focus on what is truly sustainable, both energetically and financially. Thank you for listening to today's pod blog. Hope you found it really useful and interesting. I look forward to your comments and your questions. I love uh, reading them and answering them. If you want to find out more about Watertight Marketing, your best place to go is the Watertight Marketing book. If you go to watertightmarketing.com forward slash book, you will find out all about it. Enjoy.